So there's this new Disney movie coming out and it's the little mermaid and the the mermaid is an African it's an African girl I can't say it's an American because it doesn't really matter um, it's an African girl with red hair and what's going around the internet is like all the expressions on all these little black girls seeing the little mermaid as a little black girl and I think it's such an amazing visual I think it's so beautiful and I think it's just in the words of Lizzo I want to say it's about damn time I know we have a black Disney princess I think her name is Tiana don't quote me on that she's not like a popular Disney princess like an Ariel or a Cinderella or a Snow White but I think that any of the Disney princesses can be really identified with any race you know Snow White can be black Cinderella can be black you know Ariel can be black Cinderella can be Indian Snow White can be Indian I think that we can identify any race in these characters the Disney princesses are fantasy they're all about fantasy and having little girls see themselves as a princess and I think that's so what's so wonderful about this new movie that's coming out saying this you know black mermaid which that alone I think is really beautiful, a little black mermaid. I love mermaids, by the way, and I'm actually wearing a gold necklace with a tiny little mermaid hanging as the charm. And that's how much I love mermaids. It's a gold little mermaid. And I, I've always loved mermaids. I think there's this mystique behind mermaids and Ariel is one of my favorite Disney movies. I also love Cinderella. I also love Snow White. They remind me of my childhood. Cinderella and I think Snow White is the very first Disney movie that I saw when I was a little girl, like really, really young. I saw it in the winter. I didn't understand why this grown woman was living with all these dwarfs. I will say that. That was a little confusing for me as a little girl. Like, why is she living with all these little short men? I thought that was a little strange. Um, but with Ariel, you know, I, I just think it's a beautiful visual of all these little girls. And, and it, they're circulating around TikTok and Instagram and just seeing these precious little cherub faces seeing the little mermaid and it's it's innocent and it's pure and it's it's seeing themselves as a disney princess and identifying and recognizing like oh ariel is a black girl it's so wonderful. I think it's really tastefully done. I haven't seen the movie, but just seeing that the first 
few seconds of the movie I think is just really beautiful and I think it's necessary and I think it's all about inclusion and I think that racism is taught and I think it's unfortunately it's passed down through the generations and it's depending on where you lived it's it's geography it's I don't even think of slavery I just think of how you were raised and the narrative that your parents or grandparents what they taught you I remember when I was a little girl we had this family move in next door to us they my grandmother used to own the plot of land next door to our house and she when she got older she decided to sell the plot of land and a black family built a home they bought the plot of land and they built a brand new home right next door to us and I was really little I was young and my parents used to say to me I don't want you going in their house I didn't know what that meant as a little kid and they had a daughter her name was Michelle and Michelle was I think a year younger than me again I was very young and I wanted to play with Michelle that was my goal you know kids just seek out other kids to play like we didn't we didn't care if you were tall thin chubby white black Hispanic as a child you don't care you your goal you have one strategy and that's to play you're a kid identify with you let's play and I just remember my parents say, saying it to, to me I don't want you going in their house so I didn't I followed the rule I, I didn't really understand what that rule meant but Michelle and I played outside and we played in the front yard we played in the backyard and we just played with you know these um, like basketballs and you know we threw around toys and we ran around the yard this was in her yard and we just played and I remember coming home one day and my parents sat me down and they're like we told you not to go in their house and I remember defending myself saying I never went in the house you told me not to go in the house and I didn't and my parents were like we saw you over there and I said correct I went over there Michelle and I played outside we played outside you told me not to go in the house I didn't go in the house Michelle and I were outside and it was like this moment of confusion for me because I didn't understand why I couldn't go in the house. It was this weird, strange rule that my parents had. And it wasn't only with Michelle's parents, I also couldn't go into the house of my friend Julie, her parents. Julie was white. Julie had red, you know, Julie as an adult has red hair now, but this is rule that I couldn't go inside the house. So we'd have to play outside and heaven forbid if it started raining, you know, you couldn't go inside. So that would end the playing 
it started raining or if it started started thundering lightning, you'd have to go home. But I think as an adult, when I look back, I think what they were really saying is we don't want you over there. They didn't come out and say it. But when I reflect back, that's what comes to mind. That family ended up moving away and there was a new family that moved into that house. And ironically, it was another black family. And I remember like when my dad got sick, because my parents did not take the time to get to know this family. I remember getting into this big fight with my mom saying like, why don't you get to know them? They might be really nice people. And when my dad was sick, the wife came over and brought some food for my mom because she knew that my dad was very sick. So she was, you know, brought over food was a really nice gesture. And I remember saying to my mom, you know, I'm the, I'm the child here. I mean, I was a, I think I was a teenager at the time, but I was acting like the adult and just saying to my mom, you need to get to know these people. And 40 years later, my mom has maintained, we've all maintained a very, very close relationship with these people. That mom that brought over, a, you know, food from for my mom because my dad was sick, she's now not doing well. So my mom will call me and she will give me updates on that mom, and you know, my mom will will help her or call her, check on her. And so, it's interesting how a child or a young adult can kind of break the, I call it a generational curse, because it's really racism that gets passed down through patterns. It's racism that gets passed down without really thinking through, wait a minute, why are you telling me I can't go into the house? Why, you know, I, as a child, I would ask questions like in my head, like, okay, I won't go in the house, but why? I followed the rule, but then I got in trouble for, I didn't go in the house and I still got in trouble. But it's just this, it's this behavior that gets passed down and no one really asks questions. And I'm going to give you an example. I think this is a better example of how behavior gets passed down and people are on, sorry, that's my dog barking. You know, people don't ask questions. They they just do what they're told. And this is several years ago. This is my first job in court working in corporate America. And I carpooled. I carpooled with three other people. We had an hour drive. This is when I lived in the Midwest. And I remember I was sitting in the passenger seat and there was this man that was driving. And we had an hour drive, and so I remember asking him, like, how was your weekend? You know, did you do anything? Sorry, I'm taking a drink of water. And he's like, no, you know, we, we had dinner, and 
you know, my wife made some roast beef and, you know, I, I was the one cutting the roast beef. And so, you know, like usual, I cut off one inch on each end and I stopped him and I'm like, what? Why? Wait a minute. What? And I stopped him in the mid sentence and I, I asked him, I'm just curious, why did you cut off an inch off of each end of your roast beef? I've never heard of such a thing. I'm just curious. And he's driving and he's holding onto the steering wheel and he turned and he looked at me and he's like, you know what? I have no idea. And I said, I'm just curious because I'm curious to know why you cut off an inch on each end of this piece of meat. Is there a reason or is this something that your family just does? I wanted to know. And he was baffled. He's like, I honestly have no clue. This is just something that my family does. We've always done it. And I said, well, I'm curious. I want to know. So we made this a thing. And a few days later, you know, we were carpooling again. And he's like, you know, I talked to my wife and I asked her and she didn't know either. And so collectively, the two of us, we asked her mother, why do we cut off an inch on each end of the roast beef? And her mother, who is starting to get old, I think she was like in her 60s, her mother was like, yeah, we cut off the one inch on each end of the roast beef. We've done that for years, years and years and years. And so my coworker and his wife asked her, why do you do it? Because that's wasted meat. And she says, I don't know. Something we've always done. So he asked, my coworker asked his mother-in-law, I want to find out why you're cutting off one inch of the roast beef and why you've done it for years. And so she's like, well, I'll ask my mother. So this is my coworker's grandmother. This is, you know, a couple weeks had passed. They met with his wife's grandmother. They sat down with her and this is this woman was you know getting old. She was more elderly. And they're like, you know, we we're having this conversation. This topic came up about, you know, we had roast beef for dinner and I I cut the roast beef for the family. And the question came about why do we cut off one inch on each end of the roast beef? You know, my wife didn't know, I didn't know, my mother-in-law didn't know, so we wanted to ask you, this is the grandmother, why do we cut off one inch each end of the roast beef? And she looked at him and she's like, honey, I don't know. 
we've always done this. We've done this for years. I honestly don't know. So he's like, this is interesting. No one seems to know why we cut off one inch on each end of the roast beef. This has been passed down for generations. So my coworker says, let's ask your great grandmother. She's in a nursing home. She's still alive. Let's ask her if she knows why these family members have cut an inch off each end of the roast beef. So they, this is, you know, a month has gone by now and I'm still riding with my coworker. So he meets with the great grandmother who's now almost a hundred years old. She's very old. She's in a nursing home and he, my coworker and his wife meet with her and they sit down with her and they're like, we have this mystery that we're trying to solve. Why do you remember this is something that's been passed down through the generations? We did it. My wife did it. Her mother did it. Her mother's mother did it. And we're wondering what if you did it. And the little old lady's like, what? What are you talking about? He says, cutting off one inch on each end of the roast beef for generations. Why did we do it? And she looked at him and she's like, oh, yes, we did that. And he says, why? What? Do you remember why you did it? Do you remember why you cut off one inch on each end of the roast beef? This is going back, you know, decades. And she's like, well, of course I remember. And he says, why? So they're sitting on the edge of the seat on their, on their chair in a nursing home. And he's like, why did you do it? And she's like, because honey, our stove was too small. Our stove, our oven was too small. So we had to cut off an inch on each end of the roast beef to fit it into the pan and then fit the pan into the oven. Because our oven was too small. And in order to fit it in, we'd have to cut off one inch on each end. So this is an example that my coworker shared with me of meat that had been wasted. And no one knew why they were doing this. No one knew why they were passing down this generation after generation after generation of behavior without thinking through, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It's the same thing with my parents telling me, we don't want you going in that house. And I would ask them, why? What's in that house? 
And when my parents realized that the people that were in that house were actually really remarkable, highly educated, really kind, caring, loving, and generous black people that my parents became friends with. And it took the question of asking, why? Why don't you get to know them? They look lovely, and they were. They look really kind, and they were. They still are. And you know what? Out of all the neighbors in my parents' neighborhood growing up, they were the ones that were always there for my family. They were there at every funeral. They were the ones that were calling and checking on my mom. Not so much the white family. Who's the back the black family? I don't even like to discern white and black. They're people. But growing up, my parents had discerned the difference. And I didn't understand why. And I think it's this generation in 2022 that it's breaking the generational pattern of we're all asking why. And just like cutting off one inch on each end of the roast beef, we're stopping passing down bad behavior. And instead, we're asking questions. Why can't I get to know them? Why can't I? You know, I went to this event. This is going back a few years ago. And there was, we all shared this lake house. There's a group of us. And we didn't know each other. Most of us did not know each other. I didn't know anyone in this lake house. And I was staying for the, the week. And I remember taking a shower and I came out and I, my hair was in a towel because I had longer hair. And when I took the, my towel off my head, there was this black girl that came up to me and she says, can I touch your hair? She's like, is this real? I'm like, yeah, it's real. It's mine. I don't have any extensions. It's my hair. And she's like, she's fascinated by my hair. She's like, can I touch it? And I said, yeah. And I said, can I touch your hair? And we had this moment where we're just like touching and talking about the texture of our hair. And she's like, your hair is so soft. I think I just, I just blew dry it. You know, I just, I just dried it. And she's like, your hair is so soft and it's so long. And I said, yeah, you know, I put a lot of conditioner in it. And so we were talking about it and she was asking me like, you know, why is it two different colors? Like one area is dark, one area is light. And I told her that I, 
I have it highlighted with foils. And we were just talking about the difference in our hair. And she let me touch her hair and her hair was really, really soft. But it was just this moment of sharing and exploring and understanding each other. But it was also quite beautiful because our hair is different. Our skin is a different color. But I think underneath it all, we're the same. I think we're the same. We just want to be recognized. We want to be identified. We want to be included. We want connection. We, you know, the worst thing that you can do to a human being is isolate them and cut off contacts. That's the worst thing you can do. People want to be included. They want to feel connected. And it's fascinating how a Disney princess movie can make little black girls feel wonderful and feel included and they see themselves in that cartoon as a Disney princess. That's what it's all about. Why did it take us so long to get there? It's because of corporate greed. That's why. But right now is the time. 2022 is the time. It's the time to stop cutting off one inch on each end of the roast beef. It's the, the time to get to know your neighbor. It's time. 